0: (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me This is Dr. Ahmed Klink Give it up for Ahmed Make you feel welcome
1: Huge, huge inspiration
0: to me and uh, just got back from L.A., so uh, welcome, dude. Happy to have you.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having us.
0: Let's talk about uh, your story, your beginnings. We spoke on the podcast before um, and got to know each other. It was We were just talking about it before the podcast. It was a beautiful summer day. We both missed summer. I'm going to pull this up a little bit so I'm not so hunched over. Um, I'll just pull it forward. Bam. Yeah, it was a beautiful uh, summer day. We sat out uh, on top of your roof, and we kind of looked over, like, the... Central Park area. Thank you. There you go. Actually, I can even just grab the mic. Oh, damn. You want to do that? Let's do that. As a a sign of solidarity, I, too, will grab the mic. All right. We're settled in. So uh, Dr. Ahmed Klink, who actually is a doctor. So uh, you have an an incredible story. I'll let you tell it. Just the points that you find the most important to, like, how you got to where you are today. But uh, I think on the podcast, I've had a a lot of different people that have come on. Um, and I think that your story was like the most like unique. And there's been some in really incredible ones, but uh, I'd love it. So, thanks for sharing.
2: Yeah, I think um, I, I was born. I, I was born in Lebanon um, in in the early '80s uh, during a uh, pretty pretty big civil war. Uh, my parents were studying in uh, Romania at the time, um, medicine. And my mom uh, came back to Lebanon uh, with my dad to give uh, birth to me. And um, uh, I, I was raised by my grandparents for two years uh, while my parents were, f- were finishing their degree uh, in medicine. And uh, after that, they moved to France. And uh, I, I was basically in Lebanon and my cousin, um, who was 17 at the time, was also moving to France. And the plan was, for him to take me uh, with him um, to France, and he was seventeen and I was two years old and um, there was a war going on, and we basically escaped through it Syria it
0: was a civil war right civil yeah.
2: war and uh, uh, I don't remember any of this i just uh, I just think that obviously things could have gone pretty wrong, but um yeah, they sure. didn't and um so I moved to France uh, and grew up in France from two years two years old on to um, about, until I was about 25. Um, and after that, I moved to New York City. And, uh, you know, um, growing up in France, I, you know, just was able to have, like, a pretty normal childhood. And, and I was basically refugee of, of the Lebanese Civil War, essentially. And um, I, you know, had super cool friends and, you know, was able to to grow up in an environment was like painters and like things like that and my my dad was actually taking a lot of photographs uh growing up and uh but i never studied photography or anything like that i i i went to college for engineering and uh one of the reasons why i moved to new york city was to pursue a phd in biomedical engineering um and
0: uh i could never do that (laughs) never
2: (laughs) yeah neither i thought i could um but um yeah, I I it's funny. Uh I I moved in New York in two thousand seven, which is about like ten years ago. And New York has this kind of thing where you think you're moving there for something and eventually you just end up doing something completely different. Um yeah. that's one of the what's the beauty of, of, of New York. It just affords you so many opportunities. Um and almost like
0: overwhelmed with opportunities sometimes it feels like there's just so much you almost don't even know what to sink your teeth into because it just it all looks so good you know
2: yeah you, you have to be able to kind of you know focus or just like right. figure out what's good and don't not good <laughs> yeah. yeah and um so i a year before i moved to new york i i uh i was in paris and i i couldn't find a job i graduated college and um I essentially just found this camera that was uh, in my mom's uh, desk I think it was like an old an old camera and I just uh, I don't know it just kind of appealed me and uh, it's funny because I was talking about this about your podcast. I was pretty bored. it was no iPhones and there was n- there was n- nothing to distract me um, so I just found this camera and I was I started using it and going out in Paris and taking pictures and I loved it. It was amazing and I kind of learned the craft of photography. Um, from there, just you know, experimenting and and, and trying things, and um, and I took that with me to New York, and uh, I just started shooting a lot of live music photography while I was pursuing my PhD. Uh, you know, I started shooting a lot of like small bands in New York, and there's was like a lot of Lower East Side, you know, dive bars where, where bands are performing, and that's really where I started. Uh, because I just loved music and uh, I I loved going to concerts, so I I photographed a lot of these, uh, and that led me to shoot for a publication that was called Pitchfork. Back then, in two thousand eight, um, and Pitchfork was Pitchfork was pretty small, um, and they were like, "Hey, guys, Ahmed, we love your work. Uh, do you want to shoot shows for yeah. us? We have ten dollars per shows." And I was like, "That's awesome! Ten Let's dollars do it. for the whole day." Yeah, it was a whole night basically, just going to the concert, shoot, and and uh, retouch these photos, and just like send them to Pitchfork to be published the next day. So I was like, all right, sure, why not? Um, And uh, I did that for a while. I I just uh, I I would wait until I had about ten checks to go to the bank and cash them because I was a little little ashamed of bringing (laughs) ten-dollar checks. I was like, what is this
1: guy doing for a living?
0: Yeah, Uh. just like showing up at ten (laughs) dollars, like. This is for my job that I just did, I'm really right. proud of it, yeah. I shot, this, uh, sh- I shot Vampire Weekend or whatever, yeah. Yeah, so, you
2: know, I started shooting for them, and there was, uh, it was a cool publication, and um, they just afforded me more opportunities to go to bigger and bigger concerts, and in 2009, I think I had the opportunity to go to a music festival that was called All Points West, uh, which was kind of like the Coachella of of the East Coast, Uh, And Jay-Z was was playing there, Vampire Regan was playing there. And, um, you know, I I loved music photography. I just, uh, I was was trying to figure out how to do something more because I love people so much. And I was like, I need to shoot portraits. I wanted to shoot portraits of people. And uh, by some kind of weird circumstances, I received, uh, I think the organizers of the festival just attached a master... Excel file of all the publicists' contacts of all these bands that were playing at, at this music <laughs> festival. And I was like, I'm just going to email everybody here. And it's uh, like, take this shot and see if it happens. All right. of a sudden,
0: like Jay Z writes you back, like, Word, let's right. do this. Obviously, his publicist yeah. didn't, didn't write me back. But, that's how uh, I felt when you wrote me back the first time. The first time you <laughs> wrote me back, I was like, Yeah. See, you're not quite Jay Z. Your close. email must have been better than mine, I guess. Yeah, that's true, for sure. Uh, <laughs> but.
2: Um, yeah, I you know Jay Z didn't answer, Coldplay didn't answer, but you know I, I was able to. I, I think I wrote it in that email. I was like, "Hey guys, I, I will be in the press, in the press zone, and I I want to take uh, portraits of your band." And I wrote in that email that it would literally take two seconds. I I think I used two seconds, and I was like, "I had no idea," and I was like, "At least to have them for like you know two to three minutes," um, and and that kind of shaped my. I kind of pace because I'm still a very fast shooter um, because celebrities don't afford you a lot of time. Um, so, yeah, I was able to get, uh, I think, a photograph Vampire Weekend, uh, The Cool Kids, um, The Farside, Mastercraft, and, and I was able to build a portfolio over the course of three days of portraits of, of uh, bands on white, and uh, that was basically the beginning of you know, kind of my, my portrait uh, career, for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, uh, so yeah, so you, you, like, photograph all these people, you meet all these people, and I love that story because, like, you took the you took your opportunity to, um, you know, to, to get out of these bands who were at the time, like, maybe, like, you know, not everyone said yes. That's, like, a big takeaway that I had when you said that. Like, not everyone said yes. Like, they didn't come out. But you did get a few bands, and like, were able to do that for entry-level creatives and people that are like trying to enter, and for photographers who are trying to find their way. Like, what is what is the best way to kind of like make those connections?
2: I think you have to be persistent. Um, that that's one thing, and I I don't think anyone says no to you personally. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't think is that's a big thing. I th- I think you should never take things personally. I think that. There might be a lot of reasons why someone would say no to you because maybe it's not the right fit, maybe it's not the right opportunity. It's not because they don't not necessarily because they don't like your work. Right. You know, a lot a lot of Or like a lot. find
0: somebody who would kind of thing. Yeah. Right.
2: right. Like a lot of times it's like you have to think about does my work fit in that place in the first place? You know what I mean? Maybe right. it doesn't. Right. Um, so not taking things personally. Uh, is is a big one. I mean, obviously, I was not expecting Jay Z or Coldplay to be like, "Hey, sure, like, come photograph us." But it like, could happen. It could happen. Yeah. You c- You c- You c- You know. I just emailed them. I was like, "I'm just, I'm just <laughs> reach out." Shot in the dark. Have a ton of- <laughs> yeah. But um, it's funny because years later, I was um, I think a year later, I was uh, I, you know, I, I took that for- I put that portfolio to magazines and uh, I started. Basically, I showed the work to to them, and I was like, "Hey, I want to, you know, want to shoot for magazines. I want to do editorial stuff." And uh, the source was like, "Hey, that's kind of cool, you know. Uh, do you want to, do you want to photograph, um, do you want to shoot for us?" And I was like, "Sure." And they were like, "We don't have any money." And I was like, "That's fine, you know. I don't." You're like, I "How
0: does no one have any money this whole time?" <laughs> yeah. Right. And I was like, <laughs> Ten dollars, no <laughs> money. Like, when am I gonna catch a break?"
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, I didn't really care. I was I was studying my. Did PhD, that frustrate you though? Like, did, you feel,
0: I, did you feel like I mean
2: no, I think that I think that to me, starting out this someone asking me to shoot for a magazine was kind of just like amazing. I was like, I don't care if you don't have any money, you know right. what I mean like that yeah. that's not why that's not why I was doing this i yeah. you know if if you know, and they were like, hey, I, at the time I was fucking with like Sorry, excuse my language. Uh, but I was, I was.
0: As for <laughs> me, you can do it. I cannot speak on behalf of the Soundview and the Soundview employees, but as for me, <laughs> you can encourage everyone to. It's okay.
2: I was, I was uh, listening to J. Cole a lot. And um, they're like, oh, hey, cool. Like, you know, we're, we're going to do a story about J. Cole. Would you like to photograph him? And I was like, sure, yeah, I would love that. And um, and he had he had just signed with Rock Nation, and he had the same publicist than Jay Z, which is which is really funny. So
0: you were like that much closer, just yeah. Like, I yeah. Mean, she
2: came to the shoot, and I was like, I was able to talk to her, and 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 um, that was that was a a, a fun, one of these kind of funny moment where yeah, you know, you just made a step forward, sort of. Um, yeah, like, so
0: like you kind of like level up. Like there are some moments like where like even like with this podcast, it was like I had uh, sorry to sorry uh, I had Seth Godin on my podcast, and I got done with the podcast, and I was like, wow, that was like. That was a whole new level. Like right. you know, what I mean? it's crazy. It's like it's, it's it's amazing. So yeah, so it
2: was a good feeling. And um, and now I, you've had
0: so many crazy people. Now I mean, like you know, not to jump too much a, a, away from the timeline sort of thing, but you know, um, just to name a few. And by the way, whenever my friends are like, you know, when I talk about Meet the Creatives, my friends outside, I have to kind of convince people that aren't designers like that. This is like, like legit. Because people are like, oh, you got a podcast, word like, and like show me someone. And I'm always like, all right, fine. And I take them to your to your page. And like there's all like these crazy like uh, Kevin Durant. For, um, forgive me if I get any of these names wrong. Like
2: a lot of basketball players. Yeah,
0: like every bas- every basketball player like Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart um, yeah. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Um, obviously, those initial Vampire Travis Weekend Scott. pictures. Travis yeah. Scott. and then, yeah, I mean. And they're featured everywhere. Like, like now you're and you're at a place like where you said like you kind of just keep it moving. So you don't like you're not you don't retire. It's not over. You just kind of move on, on to the next shoot, and you kind of like are constantly reinventing yourself. Like, once you get over the initial thing of, like, oh, my God, that's, like, so-and-so, right? I'm sure you're probably at this point kind of past that, and the, you know, when they show up late and leave you waiting and stuff like that. Right. But, but now that you're, like, further along and you've met all these people and you're on, on, to you know, to level up, now that you're there, like, how do you, like, reinvent and, like, how do you keep it fresh when, like, when you meet them and how do you know, like, I don't exactly know how to, how to describe that, but...
2: Yeah, I think I mean I try Sorry. not to really. <laughs> this podcast is live. No, I'm just yeah. I re- I really try not to. I like I like to kind of push my work in a in a way that no matter who I'm photographing, I'm trying to do something new and and something kind of fresh yeah. um, that feels like me. You know, I think a lot of people uh, getting to photograph a celebrity is not necessarily a thing on its own like right. you have to take a picture of them that will speak to people you know what i mean you have yeah. to you have to, you have capture to like draw it. them in sort of thing right, right. you have yeah. to capture them in a way because there's so many people that shoot celebrities you know what i mean yeah. like that that doesn't mean it's not it's not an achievement in itself what what you have to strive for is to make a picture that people will remember you know yeah. what i mean yeah like that that's what matters to me is le like sort of leaving it a, a photo of that person that people will refer to, maybe you know, ten or fifteen years from now. I was like, "Oh, do you remember that photo of him where he was looking like this?" Right. I think that that what matters the most. Like getting to shoot a celebrity is just kind of like, okay, cool. Right. But at the end of the day, you know, getting to do to getting that chance, that opportunity to make a picture that people will remember, is 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 is, right. is what. I always go into a shoot for like that's what I that's what I that I want to I want to get out of that shoot and make a photo that people remember yeah for sure you know and they if, if I do that then that's great it Th- sure. doesn't always happen it's it's hard yeah. because you have to appeal to you know a lot of times you have an hour or like 20 minutes you know 10 minutes with someone and you have to right sort of you have to break, get like a product that works that right. yeah you have to break that barrier and like they don't know you you don't know them how do you you know it's yeah. uh, it, it's an it's an interesting it's it's almost like a social experiment every photo shoot is a social experiment yeah in a way it's
0: like how much further you can kind of push it because i've seen your work evolve even like it was like re- i thought it was you know like that you did this stuff with the gels and i was like wow that, that's really crazy and then i've seen like so many different evolutions of it and it's like always so fresh it's just like That's kind of what I was getting at before was like, how do you kind of like get to that point? But um, we talked on on our our awesome rooftop podcast. We talked about, um, you know, like thinking that, you know, you could be the greatest. So so rather than being like kind of insecure, like chasing greatness, because, you know, the way that the question was kind of set up was I said, you know, you meet all these famous people, Kendrick Lamar, Kevin Hart, and, you know, not that there's anything that's significant about that, but when you meet them, what is it about them that um, really stands out? And it's like they kind of are just on a pursuit, and you're more or less what you said. They're on a pursuit for greatness. Yeah. But they think of themselves, and they give themselves permission to think that they could be the greatest. And we talked about that in the podcast. It was a best of clip. Got a lot of great feedback from people that were kind of just talking about like you know always trying to be your yes, outdo your last move, outdo your last picture, whoever, however it is. But for people that are in that position, that are entry level creatives, and like wanna. Want, want to make it in, in this field and, the, and they want to like get to that point where, th- where they can feel comfortable because a lot of a lot of the dms i get it's weird because this podcast started as a thing where it's like this is going to be a trojan horse and i can talk to all these people and then all of a sudden you get some real dms from people mm-hmm, that, are, mm-hmm, that are like mm-hmm. dude like i'm just in like i'm just in the and it's weird because I, I say to my wife it's weird because it's like i get kind of like emotional because they write me and i've been there before they're like you know like i listen to your podcast i'm trying to like find my way And it's like that's so far away from that mindset of like being able to do great things. How do you like establish that confidence if you don't have it or you're just leaving or you have nothing to show for it? Like you kind of just kind of fell into it because you got that camera, you started shooting around, you moved here, kind of like evolved. But um, like how do you get started in that way? I think you have, like I think you said it, you have to allow yourself to be great. Yeah.
2: You know, you have to... um, I, I, I try not to overthink, you know, things yeah. a lot. I, I don't.
0: I well, just you've do done th- so much, though. I mean, like like how, like what is there? Not that not that there's a secret. Obviously, there's never like a secret, but like, what is kind of your driving force that allows you to continuously continue to make great great work and like not miss the mark? Yeah, I, th- I th- well, in my I, personal opinion, yeah. I, I, like,
1: I that, love your work.
2: I think <laughs> that um, I don't know. That's a really good question. It's um. Like I said, like I said, my drive is to it's to take pictures that people, you know, will remember. I think, mm-hmm. um, as far as having the confidence to step in the shoot and and be like, you know, I think photographers always get paired with subjects that kind of are on the same page or have the same type of personalities, right. um, and I, I usually get paired with with uh, with artists that are, you know, quite confident or. Are on the on their way to to become right. something your really work, big.
0: Your work reflects that confidence, right? Yeah. So I you
2: know I try I try to capture that. Um, they want
0: they want to look, they want to have like that look, like like they want right. you and they want you to give them like that look.
2: Yeah, I think I think you know editors see that and like when you get hired to do something, it's because they this publication or this uh, you know. Agency want you to do you they don't want you to do anything else than what you do You know what I mean? Yeah. and I think that's something Jessica said this morning Which is which is really great is you have to put out there the work that you want to get back right. and then that's something that I did early on is is to 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 photograph even if they're not celebrities to photograph in a way that I wanted to photograph and you know I, I remember going to meetings and be like, hey, this is what I do, right. and and you know the people, the editors would just um, reply, okay, cool, we're not gonna hire you, and then instead of you know getting down on myself, I was like, do you know anybody who would hire me?
0: You're right. And so instead, not change your know, You
2: have just just to spin it in a way and be like, all right, cool, you don't like my work, but that's not, it's not personal. Do you know anyone who would?
0: I love that, yeah. Like I think that's just, and I never thought that way before I met you. There's
2: something so yeah. silly, and I was like, "All right, cool, you don't like my work, but do you know anyone who would?" All right, right, all right, yeah. And then all of a sudden, is it like that
0: bad that it's like inval- like is, like it's like not valuable? Right, yeah, exactly. Because there are like so many times where I I would try like I would go and for example like I really used to like Pentagram but I don't think I'm really like a Pentagram kind of designer right. I mean I like them they're really dope and I want to work there shout out Pentagram I still I still want to work with you <laughs> new, new office let's go uh, but I would try and make Michael Beirut cuz that's my guy love Michael he's the man like right. I, I just think he's great like the typography everything but like I would try and be like him and and it would like show and I and I would always like miss and then as I was presenting it be like, all right, show your work and like describe your work. And as I was presenting it, I'd be like, you know what, like I don't know, like this doesn't really like reflect me. Whereas now it's a little bit easier because like I feel like it reflects me. Yeah. But, okay, so I've kind of been on uh, on Instagram Live doing these um, these live things where I talk to people and I talk about my journey and my job search. You know, I got, uh, for some context for people that don't know, I worked at the Hershey Company and the global design team freelancing. I worked at BuzzFeed Product Labs, some other different places. Now I'm going for more full-time, documenting that. Um, and those two things that we just talked about kind of really helped to propel me further and like to want to wanna, like do my own thing. And rather than like change my ways and like make this perfect pitch that proves that I'm this person, just be myself and just kind of stumble into something. You yeah. know, So that's really cool. But I'm I, glad. But I've been getting into photography, heavy. Like uh, all my friends were always like, Rob, you have to pick something. And it was like design and all this different stuff. But like now, all of a sudden, dude, like I am in I am in love. First and foremost with Sammy, and then second with photography. And I just can't describe it. Like putting things in Lightroom, doing compositions, doing portraits, like the different lenses. My fr- my uh, one of my best friends, Dustin, who's helping us out. Round of applause for Dustin, who's <laughs> holding it down. You know, we, we both are kind of into it now, but I'm at a weird place where I I think that my stuff, like, it's, like, it's pretty good. Like, the, the composition's good, the lighting's good. It's, like, you know, legit. Like, you know, I post it on Facebook, it's a whole bunch of likes, people are like, wow, this is a great picture. But I don't have, like, the, the the I, I feel, I've always, like, I rebelled against people who say that it's about equipment. But I feel, like, in photography, it's a little bit about equipment. Like, it's not... Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I feel hindered though. I'm not going to validate that. <laughs> okay, but ex- yeah, I don't know. I, I, I have it and I just feel like I'm not legit. Like Dustin, okay, look at this thing. This thing's some giant monster that's got this huge light, this big microphone. Like he has that and then I have like my little like rebel. And I'm like, you. you know. You know, you know
2: of- I think you were talking about something this morning. <laughs> and <laughs> Help me overcome
1: this. Oh, man, never, it, it,
2: you, you were talking about how we make excuses for ourselves. Yeah, I think photographers make excuses for ourselves. Like, oh, I don't have a, a good enough camera to do that.
0: Well, I can get the look It just a little grainy, and I want that, that crispiness, you know? Because like, I see your pictures. Like, your pictures are fire.
2: It's all posed. <laughs> it is, right? No, That's I mean, what I learned.
0: That's what I learned. My whole life, I've been like, I'm going to be a photographer, buy the book. I'm not going to edit anything. Uh, and I watched like, a few Peter McKinnon videos, and now I'm like doing Lightroom and presets and right, filter. No. Yo, listen, if you want your Instagram level to be like but next level, put it in lightroom shoot it in raw and do that but i'm yeah, in, I think you have i'm to in shoot, love i though. think you have
2: to shoot raw that's that's, that's undeniably true but yeah. you know what early in my career i i I stumbled the same upon the same thing It's like is my camera good enough for this you know and it's like am i am i good enough as am i as just as good as my camera is yeah i mean no <laughs> I, I think yeah, yeah. i think that's that's an insecurity as as a photographer it's. It would be as you telling us, like, as a designer, am I as good as my wig, like my tablet?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. Is
2: that is that is that crazy?
0: No, you're right. You're totally right. I was
2: like, no, you're not as good as the tablet, or are you using a mouse? I don't know. Yeah,
0: like, I, I. like this. The, this. The best way I just I heard that described was a key. I hate to keep bringing up his name, but it's just top of mind right now. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk has this thing where he talks about uh, what's the ROI for a piano. Uh, for Elton John, 100%. For me, fucking zero. Right. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like the piano. It's like yeah. the person who does it. It's so. perfect. Yeah.
2: It's like a writer. Is he as good as the pen or his keyboard?
0: Right. It's okay. silly. Yeah. And then we're going to do one more question then we're going to open it up. I know a lot of questions. Awesome. A few? perfect um so uh, so no you're not you, you just shoot with yeah you know okay I what about what about advice in, in terms of like i'm gonna be very selfish but other people can live vicariously through my selfishness like i want to know how to like i can uh, make a significant amount of money um doing it enough to support myself because i love it so much and the idea that i can like shoot people and do what you do and just like you know shoot people and then go home and post production and like Put on some music and light some candles and just be like that could be that you know what I'm saying and travel the world like you and Lauren do kind of thing like I, I, I want that for me, but that seems so far away financially and in terms of like doing the invoices and stuff. How do you go from me like recreational photographer kind of thing? I started. I mean, it started like that. Yeah, but but you just kind of gradually. I guess I
2: yeah, have to have is, patience. It is. I have more patience It's patience. It's uh, you know that was that was that was ten years ago. I think things take. They take time. Yeah. Which, when did you first start making
0: money? How much? How long? Not that it's about money, but it kind of is about money I mean, you what do you, to you're living.
2: I, w- you know. Let's define how much money is like. What do you? I don't know. Oh, like, I want to
0: uh, cover my bills and like just that's it. Right.
2: That's fine. I mean, <laughs> I know. I remember having. I remember having, <laughs> having magazine covers on the stands and having five dollars in my bank account. Yeah. Like I think and that was 2013. It was four years ago. You know what I mean? That's so like, crazy. Yeah. It's not. It's not. I love that. That it, fires me up. Yeah. I mean, it's.
0: What was the shift, though? What was the shift? The
2: shift is. It's hard to pinpoint, but I think at some point you just gotta you just gotta believe that. It's 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 gonna happen. You know. I mean, I don't know. I is think it all that
0: internal? Because for me, it feels a bit internal. the The th- things are going well, and it feels like a, like inside. I feel very like at peace with myself and like what I'm doing, and I feel like. A lot of a whole lot of conviction and like passion right I think you know, the passion right? is important I think uh, you know it, n- I never
2: did that for the money you know I would yeah. d- I would d- if you if you something we were talking about last night if you shoot for free or if you design for free you know I think y- you ha- you almost have to start there. You know, if, if if you if you make a living off of something that you would do for free, that's that I think that's the problem for a lot of us, right? Is that we love design and we love art and we love photography and it's something that we would do for free. So how do we get paid for it? Right. And and it's like wait, holy shit, look like I, I can't I get to ask people for money to do that. You know, I I think at a certain point it's I never focused on the money itself. It's like just do work that you love and then money will sort of just come eventually, you yeah. know?
0: Yeah. We had that conversation at dinner last night a little bit, kind of just like, because I was, I was just talking about, like, I could just feel it, that it's all gonna go because the intent is pure and, like, the money, like, will come. But it's just, like, I believe that, uh, but it's just that in in this time, and I'm just trying to be very real, because, like, you know, this podcast is for people that are in my position, so for me to be up here and be, all, like, I'm Joe Cool, I gotta fucking figure it out, like, word. we're here, like, I don't want to be like that. Like, the reality is, like, there are times where I'm, like, really 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 scared like to tears scared like you know the bills come and shit happens and life gets real real heavy and real you know like you can get all the in- inspiration in the world and if that doesn't like if you're not making it you're not making it but now i'm starting to piece it together and do like following what i love and it seems to be progressing but i'm just afraid that it will like fall out but i don't think that's gonna happen though no
2: i think if, if you make you know what I mean? like
0: i wouldn't i feel like i wouldn't let it happen would you like you know what i'm saying like
2: I, I mean, you know, it, it is scary. I remember times where it's like, you know, you, you just spend a, like two weeks and zero emails come in. And you're like, mm-hmm. is anybody going to call me again?
0: That was January. January was like.
2: You know, it's it's it's, it's something <laughs> that I think yeah. it's something that we all live with <laughs> in a way. And it's like, yeah. I that happens. It's just the reality of things where it's like, well... But you photography,
0: could be self-sufficient, and that's what I find intoxicating Ye- about it. Here's the thing:
2: like, I think that if you if you spend these two weeks where no one calls you to design or to shoot, if you spend these two weeks making work, instead of you know like right. thinking that
0: you're a piece of shit, right? Like laying in bed, like playing, you know, <laughs> playing like Joni Mitchell, just like lighting candles, like right? <laughs> I mean, <Snoring> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Industry doesn't care, man. <laughs> like, yeah, I I've done that though too. But well, of course you. My you new shit. You know, though is Get Even. I That's my new th- one. You know, you it.
2: have if you spend this time, like I don't know, associating with people that that you like or someone that you look up to or just if you if you go out and take a picture that day or if you post something about, uh, you know, I think you have to to keep doing that. Because otherwise, you know, we
0: just give up. You know what I mean? I think that. Or like always having your camera with you. That's a big one I realized. I like don't just I having <laughs> it with you. Do you <laughs> Sorry. Do you, do you know? No, I, gonna I don't. Say. I don't always have a
2: camera with yeah. me. I always have my phone with me. Yeah. True. Um, but I, I shoot with my phone a lot. Cool. Um, and that, that's. I think that's something super cool that the f- the the smartphone and the iPhone afforded us to do is just. To, Cool. To have to be able to just snap something with with, with, with it, um without having to carry your, your camera around all, all the time. Sure. But um I think I think yeah, I mean you have to it's a, that leap of faith. That leap of faith that you have to you have to take. And sometimes you get paid differently than money. You get paid in exposures, you get paid in editorial spreads and I think, you know, and up yeah. until this day I do jobs where I get paid a shit ton of money for Three days and then I do a job that is gonna pay me like I don't know a few hundred bucks. Right, right. right. You know, it's yeah. not it's not that, you know, but the job that you get paid a few hundred bucks for, that you get you, too, yeah. you get you get to do whatever you want and you you get to be creatively completely free right. and you get to put something out there in the world that you love. Right. You know, usually the more money people give you, the less freedom you have. The ultimate dream is to get to obviously shoot what you love the most. And, I, you know, I'm lucky enough to to be able to do that. Uh, and I Shoot what you
0: love. That's what we're calling this tonight, yeah. No, yeah,
2: but but it's also because you put something out there that people respond to. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. well, you know, it's genuine. I think as long as it's genuine, people see that usually. Well. I, I don't believe in the, like, fake. You know, people see through usually fake shit. If you right. if you don't care about something, people will usually right. see through Ashton that. Through, yeah. um, cool. I I think they, they really do. Yeah. It's it's you know, I, I believe in vibrations and I believe in like things I like that. Too. I think, I too, I think yeah. if you're bullshitter, people will spot you, mm-hmm. you know. Cool.
0: So uh my wife Sammy is going to tell us uh, what the questions from yeah, let's do like one or two of these and then we're gonna go to the other. What's up, Instagram? What up? What up? We got people on here. Okay. From Austin How <laughs> much being creative do you need hardwired
2: DNA? That's a good question. Um, it's funny because I'm a doctor and talking about DNA,
0: Yeah.
2: biomedical. <laughs> um, huh. I think that uh, yeah. I think you have to have good taste. I think that's um, that's very that's very important. I think you have to know what looks good. Um, I don't think anyone is born with a DNA to be an artist. Um, I mean, you know, both of my parents are doctors. Uh, you know, you're mad smart. I mean, I don't know. It's a, I don't you know. I'm Sorry, I don't. Maybe there are genes that. To me, genes are like DNA is is more about like how you're gonna look or how how tall you're gonna be, whatever. But is there a gene for creativity? I don't think anyone has cracked that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can also be as creative as you allow yourself to be. You know, um, right. you have to have good taste. I think the more you study, the more you study. You know, a lot of people ask me, a lot of interns ask me, oh, how, how you know how do you how do you um how do you become a photographer i was like well the first thing i did is actually look at photographs you know since you have to study you have to study the history of photography right. you have to know expand
1: your like visual vocabulary. Right. that's what you know Sean Adams from
0: the I, I think
2: is. you and now with instagram you can you could probably do that you, this is fine but you also have to go to history books and you have to look at the first photographs that were taken and you have to look at the history of color photography, and like, how did that come to be? And like, you have to study all these things. And the more you study these things, the more your taste level will, you know, evolve. Yeah. I think a lot of artists start by sort of mimicking something else. And that, I mean, God damn it, this is like how humans start to speak, yeah. because they mimic what their parents are doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I think that's fine to copy in the beginning.
0: Right. Just to kind of like learn the like right. get the yeah.
2: You have to you have to almost because this is how the human brain is sort of like wired. We just mimic stuff. Right. Up until we're able to right. you know, go past that. Yeah, for sure. Um so so yeah, I think you have to study, you know, like this is how you acquire taste. I don't think anyone's born with good taste necessarily right. or bad taste. Right. I think just by studying like history and like things like that. Yeah. And, um,
0: like, and like the, hu- the hustle and like how much like you put into it, like that's always, that's always in your control, you know? Right. Yeah. All right. Next question. Is, Is that Austin Metzger? <laughs> cool. I think we
2: kind of answered that a little bit, yeah, right? Yeah, I think, I think we did. Uh, clearly do not, I mean, I, do, I don't think you should cater to anybody. Um, I think that's a recipe for disaster um, because you're not gonna be happy with the work that you're gonna be making, inherently, because you're making work for someone else. Um, I think you should just do you and whoever likes that, they will like it, you know, yeah. I think. Otherwise, it's a recipe for disaster. It,
0: right. It's kind of like hard to keep track of too. Like if you're like kind of putting on this persona and it's like, you know, like you have to right. like kind of stay in that mode. It's exhausting. Like do you want to be an actor your whole life? You know? All right, next. Uh, let's go to some people in the room. What's up, Austin Metzger? Austin's the man. Sending positive vibes your way. Okay, so uh, let's take some questions in the room. Does anyone have a question in the room from my man Ahmed Clink. Dr. Doctor Klink over here. Cheers, by the way. Sorry, I'm just drinking water for now, but. Yeah. We're doing this. Cheers. <laughs> Woo! Oh, damn. (laughs) Crazy. All right. Right there, my man. Yes, yeah, yeah. Plug, Plug your handles, guys. Plug your handles. Yeah, cool. Yeah.
1: Great question.
2: It's hard. It was I was talking about that the other day and it's like picking a favorite children. You know? Yeah. It's 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 uh it's difficult. I think every shoot has something um has a has a different taste. Every every shoot is is it's it's a different dance. Um I like all of my shoots, um, thankfully. <laughs> Sometimes a couple of months after I hate them. <laughs> and I wish I did something else um, but um, I don't know I think Kevin Hart was really funny you know Travis Scott was was also cool in a different in a different way um, I, I think every time you get to collaborate with your subject as a photographer is, is really cool when the subjects bring something um, to the shoot it's it's very it's very re- rewarding um, because at the end of the day it's you know, it's two people. Yes, you was know, some guy behind the camera and someone in front of the camera. If if the guy in front of the camera is not giving you anything, there's only so much he can do. Yeah, you know, I think David Duchovny was was awesome. Um, I think actors are really hard to photograph because they also put on a character every time they step in front of a camera. Um, but yeah, I think uh, there's also someone who is in the public eye a lot. It's hard to you know let your guard loose and uh but as a photographer it was like how do i photograph david Duchovny as david Duchovny and not as you know fox Mulder or or californication guy
1: yeah.
2: hank was it hank moody yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was funny because i i grew up with i grew up with david Duchovny in my in my in my living room essentially just like i'm a huge x-files fan and and uh, i met him and he's like oh hey i'm david and i'm like <laughs> Cool. <laughs> What's up, Dad? I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Right.
0: So. How do you... Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, when I'm... T- uh, I've been getting into portrait photography, and just to tack on to what you just said, um, one of the things... I took a really great class. I forgot the name of the guy who I took the class from. It was online. LinkedIn Learning is a great resource, along with, like, YouTube and all that stuff. I took this class about portrait uh, photography, and one of the things, like, he gave some some tips, and it was really good. So, like, you know, like, making them breathe, because a lot of times, like, they're, like, holding their breath. Again, like kind of like that thing you said, like they have a facade on. Like, how do you get to that? What do you do in those moments? How do you troubleshoot? Because I mean, that problem, uh, you it could be you could be shooting Travis Scott, or you could be shooting like you know, like your mom. You know what I mean? Like that problem always exists. What are some of the ways to kind of combat that as a portrait photographer? And how do you know when you're going through in post production, you're looking, you go like, like that's it? Is that just intuition, or do you learn that?
2: I usually know what photo. What the photo is gonna be when I shoot it, not looking at it afterwards. I think that I was like, I already know when I press the shutter that it's like, that's yeah, gonna yeah. be the shot. I think. That's I usually, cool. That's so awesome. I usually just talk to people. Yeah. I I talk I talk to people a lot when I shoot them. I don't you I don't put it I, down.
0: You like look at them. Yeah, yeah. There's
2: there's um there's yeah I think if if you talk to your subject it makes them feel like. I don't know, at ease yeah. in some way. It's not, yeah. if you don't talk to your subject, it's kind of crazy right. if you think about it. You're just putting, yeah. if, if your interaction... You, you stay over there, I want to take your picture. Yeah. Right, if your interaction <laughs> yeah. with your subject starts by putting something in front of your face... You're blocking your like. You're soul. kind of like, yeah. you know, <laughs> what is this guy going to give you, you know what I mean? Right. So I usually try to go before the shoot, even before we take pictures, to talk to that person, be like, hey, what's up? How your day? How's your Have day going? Or and something. Like, yeah, yeah. I think that... Drink, uh, yeah try to do you know my homework about their work or if 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 i'm photographing a celebrity just you know trying to figure out what they've been up to and bring that up to the shoot and be like hey what's up so i saw that you did this and that you know that was kind of awesome and then you know we, it's trying to find like a common like a common ground with your yeah. subject i and think and that's people really love that.
0: i think i think we, when you know something that's kind of authentic about that like right i kind of had that with seymour cross like i like and I, I i knew a little something about him you know what i mean and he was kind of like oh shit like you're, yeah, not, exactly. you're not just coming I over here because of, of my name. You're coming over here because, like, and he's like, how old are you? And like, <laughs> it's just, like, it's kind of cool to have that, like, is. R- rapport of, like, he's like, oh, shit, he does know about me. I think that's like, why yeah. it's easier also to photograph your friends, right? Because yeah. you already
2: have a rapport with them. He's a good them. dude, by the
0: way, yeah. so. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, any more questions in the room? My man right here. Welcome. Murphy. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I mean good question. Uh, I was just gonna ask that question just before I was like, someone might want to ask this We're We're connected. Uh
2: mm-hmm. yeah, definitely have that. Um funnily enough, it was it was um it was it was Travis. Um <laughs> I think he walked into that shoot. Um well he, he wanted his buddy to actually photograph that cover. Um and uh
0: already off to a rough start. Yeah, it's <laughs> like <laughs> it,
2: when you hear that as a photographer, it's like well, that's you don't. You, d- you already don't feel, you know, welcome. Um, you know, and the magazine was like, no, you know, we, we we really like Ahmed's work, and you know, he's photographed a lot of uh, of our covers before, and uh, and they actually stood by me. They were like, all right, well, if you don't want if you don't want Ahmed to shoot that cover, you're just not going to have the cover. And he for for, a for day, them that's awesome. That's you know, so for cool. a day he was like, all right, cool, no cover, and then he called the magazine back the next day and was like, wait, actually, no, it's just Gotti. So, uh, but, but he walked into that shoot kind of a, you know, there was like a power play happening where it's like, I'm, you know, I'm Travis Scott and I, I kind of don't want you to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he would like stay in front of my camera for like 20 seconds and just literally just walk off my set for like half an hour. And it's like, okay. Uh,
0: I don't even really like him. I don't really get what all the hype's about.
2: He, you know, I think screw I th- that guy. No, I think he's—he <laughs> he's, actually ended up being awesome. I think he was just, but it, oh. me as a photographer is <laughs> like I could—I could react both ways, right? To be like, right, right, fuck this, you know, like we're not gonna—we're not gonna do anything cool here, or you just kind of like, all right, I see what you're doing, and it's totally fine, but my job is to make a good picture of you, so let's try to get to that place. And he ended up staying for four hours at the shoot because I kind of engaged him and be like, all right, what do you want to do? Like, what is this about? You know, like, what kind of cover do you want to make? Like,
0: what was your friend going to do that, it, that I can do? You know, yeah. I
2: think I think that, yeah, I just had to basically engage him and, and make him feel part of the process. Um, that was very uncomfortable, for sure, you know. But um, uh, rappers do what they want to do uh, you can't you can't really control that you know I, yeah I mean it, but at the same time if you think about it if you if you're a photographer and you, you're photographing a subject then you don't let that person do what they want to do you're you're restricting you know that it, it, you're not really letting their vision shine either you know I think it's like every every photo shoot is a collaboration it's it is it really is and um, the way they want to dress, the way they, they want to pose. You know, sometimes I try to you know, be like, hey, turn more like this, or like, you know, give me that... Tr-. And the guy's are just like, no, this is not what I do. You know, I just stay straight. Like,
0: All cool. right. <laughs> That's cool. That's kind of cool to hear that behind-the-scenes stuff, because you don't always, like, you know, you just see this sexy picture of it or whatever. I have a question. You don't have to answer it if you don't want to. But I've always, like, been curious. You, you know, really, you don't have to answer this. That, that picture where he's like doing that thing can you like share how how you do that Which where he's one? like flying I was flying yeah but i, d- wh- I don't want to like you know no
2: but that, that that is a perfect you know that is a perfect
0: um, i'll link it up or uh, dustin let's make sure we that we put that in the video of that the image we're talking about where he's it's really there. crazy he's like Upside down and like hanging—it's really cool. Yeah, I
2: think that. Uh, but that, that is a perfect example of a collaboration. I was just like, "Hey, Travis, you know, I just had like a bunch of reference photos of like people kind of floating in the air and stuff like that." And I thought that would—that would be a photo that kind of summed up his vibe and his art. And I was like, "Oh, that, that." And I showed him a bunch of reference photos, and I was like, "Hey, do you want to do something like that?" And he immediately said, "I got you," right. and which validated my point of view that he wanted to be represented like this you know and i think a photo becomes iconic because it actually represents that person you know i think that yeah. that's that's what it is and if that if he responded to it that quickly and we only did five takes of that photo and wow. and he was like we got it yeah. and
0: and we did cool awesome love that picture I love all your pictures all right uh any more questions from in the room or do you want to go live anybody else anybody else hello hello <laughs> Welcome to the party. You can come in, yeah. The bar's open. Come take a seat. We're having a little podcast, QA oh. sort of thing. It's, it's going to be fun. Cool. I imagine an amazing photographer for you guys just walking in. The guy to my right here is like, you know, he's the man. Lauren, go ahead. Who's your oh. dream subject?
2: You. Damn. <laughs>
0: I do like your pictures. They're, like they're like le- like legit. You guys like I love that. Like uh, you like make like these actual projects where you and your wife like go travel places, and it's re- that's really kind of cool. I mean, I it that. is. I've it is wonderful. It
2: is wonderful to get to photograph. Uh, you know, well, like, it's true. Like a relationship and like the way we evolve as humans. I think that's that's quite that's quite wonderful. Um, to have a dream subject, uh, I think. I think. Um, yeah. I I would love to photograph well this is just like someone that would love to have for dinner too. I would literally just like i have to have Barack Obama
0: for dinner and photograph Barack Obama after dinner. That's gonna be my answer. <laughs> that was gonna be my answer. He's an interesting dude. I, I listened to that thing with uh, with David Letterman. He has that like my for my first guest or whatever. Yeah. And they talk just like we're talking right now. I mean obviously they were like, you know, <laughs> way more preparation or whatever, it's a pretty crazy thing. But like they talked for like f- like forty five minutes. It was like really cool to hear them kinda talk about I don't know. Yeah, I think Yeah, I think I would love to photograph
2: him in a it
0: seems very photogenic too. He seems like it'd be like a dream just to work with, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think that would be that would be awesome. Cool. Um, but funnily enough, I think that I would just love to photograph Donald Trump just as much. Yeah. You know, to g- to kind of like get to. just be like a eye to eye. Kind of like. Right. I think that, that it's fascinating. I could totally get that. Yeah. It's it's fascinating to be able to capture, s- like such.
0: I don't know controversy and and. Uh, right. So I always... Because it's like photojournal... You're almost like channeling like photojournalism because like, you know what I mean? Like sometimes like the picture, like you don't necessarily have to like agree with them. Right. But they're like an important, prevalent person. Right. And it's like, you know, like there's there's all this... This is what I find fascinating about pictures like this is like there's all these like stereotypes and all of a sudden there's like this like natural light portrait of their face and, and like they've successfully brought you into that photograph. You can really kind of make people go... Wow! Do I even yeah, know this person? It, Do I even right, know this person? this person? Yeah, yeah that's so. kind of cool. I like that shit. All right, uh, cool. Sorry for keep cursing. Um, okay, waiting on Instagram now. Let's go. Perfect. Good question. Thank you for your questions.
2: That's a lot of work. Um, I think my style evolves every day. Um, I think you will, you will, you will hit moments where. Your work would look a certain way, and then you know, ten years from then, maybe it would look something a little different. I, I don't think that, um, I don't think that it is set in stone. Um, to me, to me, the style just evolves with the way I evolve in a way. You know, I I just. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that as a person throughout life you change, and I think the work that you're going to create is going to change along with that. Sure. If you if you shoot at 60 years old the same way that you shot at 20 years old, yeah, I mean, is that when your priorities change, your mindset changes? It's like
0: you're kind of like yeah. maybe it's
2: just as valid to have to have something that is set in stone. I just don't really believe in that, in, in a way that I think that
0: you're not innovating, you're not
2: growing. Yeah, I mean, it's not even as, as, as you know, it's not really innovating. Or, but it's just like, I think it's a natural progression. As, uh, the Style is a natural progression. I don't shoot the same way that I shoot a shot five years ago or ten years ago. I think that it's quite nice to just, you know, let yourself evolve with the way you evolve as an artist, as a designer. And, you know, just hanging out with, with, with uh, designers and, and just different artists that influenced tremendously, you know? I think you have to surround yourself with, a lot of photographers surround themselves with photographers only, right. and I think that's a mistake. Yeah. I think you should open up yourself to, you know, designers and painters and, you know, art directors and, and, and different type of artists, because that's gonna influence your work in a different way. It was like, you start looking at things quite differently. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that's really important.
0: Cool, awesome, I love it. Cool. How are we doing on time? You're doing okay for time? We're good. Time? Yes. I don't know. No. Okay. What <laughs> is time? Not okay, cool. Time. I just want to make sure if anyone I don't want to like run in okay. Um, uh. it's from Ivan again. Who's your favorite Ooh. Good question. I think um mine is no joke. I'm Ben clink. Th- that's it. I have who? who? You. Oh me. I'm not joking. I'm oh. I don't know if you find that weird. I'm being dead serious. Sorry. sorry. Go ahead. Um I think uh,
2: I have a few. Um, William Eggleston is is a big is a big influence Um, I just love how he's able to capture like mundane moments in a very beautiful way he's he's really about colors a lot Um, there's something beautiful about that Um, and as far as like portrait photographers uh, Irving Penn and Avedon are obviously um, up there
0: you're gonna have to make me a list I feel like I need, like, a list of, See, like... See, that's questions. what I'm saying.
2: Yeah. Like, if you... I think you... Yeah, I think it's important you like, have to yeah. go back and, and just study. I just love looking at photography books, you yeah. know, just, just... I used to love, like, photo
0: essays. I had a fr- I had a t- uh, professor who, who mm-hmm. like, would show us, like, really, like, tragic, re- like, <laughs> d- dreadful but beautiful photo essays of, like, the heaviest things yeah, in I the mean, whole world, like, documenting someone's battle with cancer. Like, really, right. like... Raw or even pictures pictures is war, is photographers. Like yeah, James, war photographers. Like like is, is yeah, war photographers. James
2: Natchby is is incredible at that. Um, or even I don't know, De Pardon is is a French photographer who's also incredible at you know traveling traveling the world and just kind of like documenting these things. I think like again, there's not one photographer. It's 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 a lot of different photographers that do things a little differently and capture their subject matters a little differently. You know, if I ask you who your favorite designer is, you probably have a few as well.
1: Yeah. For
0: sure. Okay, uh, anything else? That's good? Okay, perfect. All right, so uh, oh, and so- someone's in the building. I'll keep a little probe, but uh, someone's here. Uh, but thank you guys so much for, for coming. Uh, thank you again to everyone at Soundview for having us. we got the bartender. The bar is open. Uh, and thank you, Ahmed, for doing this. Dr. Klink, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. You're, you're an inspiration, really. Thank you. Thanks for checking out this episode of Meet the Creatives. If you enjoyed it, uh, make sure you add me on Instagram, Meet the Creatives NY, and let me know your thoughts. And make sure you subscribe on iTunes.